Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody. Tuesday, September 28th. John Aravosis here with Cliff Schechter. Why, hello, John. Any good news in our bleak environment? Good news. I mean, the only good news is the weather's been gorgeous here in DC, and finally, we're finally having like spring weather here where it's like, you know, 70s, Perfect. Like 60s, degrees. 70s, hits the low 80s. There's no humidity. We're getting the There's same bingo. stuff yeah. here in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, we, never get, we never get that to start with, but especially, you know, like fall. Although here it often, like yesterday was 80, but still, this is the first time it's been in the 70s and I haven't, I haven't been sweating right. for like three months. No, I mean, I do this CrossFit <laughs> stuff. Uh, I, I, one of the ways I, I bond with my older... Yeah, one of the things I bond with my older son is is uh, you know we do CrossFit twice, sometimes three times a week, uh, and then we do karate once a week. Yes, I'm in oh, fucking fun. great shape right now. It's scary. Um, and and uh, is that racist the, this, by the way? Now can we not say haya anymore? I don't know. That, I don't think so. Karate, I'm, supposed to, I'm, I'm oh. half kidding. Oh, oh, it's a karate thing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They still allow the karate. They still allow you know. Cobra Kai, which I'm excited about season four coming up, which I also watch with my kids. So, you know, if they allow that, I suppose we can say, they'll let us know when we can no longer say it. I'm sure we'll find out quickly. Um, I was bringing it for a reason. Whenever it's these nice days, because we go to this gym, you know, it's got this big parking lot in front. And whenever it's these beautiful days, we get to do some of the stuff. Don't get me wrong. It's painful. Like you do, (laughs) you do squats, you do like, uh, you know, all these other things. CrossFit? yeah, yeah you, you you do that. You do lunges. We'll do lunges across the parking lot with weights. And again, I'm not saying, it, but in nice weather, it changes everything. When you're right. doing it in like a thousand degree weather in the heat, it is just murderous. Whereas at least when you're doing it in nice weather, it's like okay, yeah, it's it's painful, but like not quite the same thing. And I kind of actually enjoy it a little bit. I get this weird sort of dopamine uh, high. I guess I don't know. Dope, 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 so- man. It's dope. So today's show, uh, among the topics, we're going to start with a really seminal piece by Robert Kagan, uh, conservative. We'll tell you more about him in the Washington Post about about what the gathering storm, so to speak, what's coming in terms of the 2024 election, uh, coup d'etat, violence, etc. Um, happy stuff, in other words. We'll also talk about the infrastructure bill, Kirsten Cinema, uh, basically just being bought off. Big surprise there. Um, we might get yeah. into the Milley testimony before Congress today, General Milley. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the American Dental Association, which I found out last night is opposing expanding Medicare to cover dental. I saw that. And considering like fuckers. already, it must be because of them. I, I mean, I just assume, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. That dental plans are so, what? They don't get enough money. The dentist. Well, here, the dental plans are just ludicrous. I mean, yeah, we, we don't even, we have to have them for our kids because of the braces and everything. Yeah. And like, they cover almost nothing. Yeah. Like they're the shittiest. I mean, people complain about healthcare and obviously healthcare is a much bigger yeah. deal because it's life or death stuff and, and whatever, but yeah. it's nothing in terms of its actual overall shittiness. It's nothing compared to dental. Like my wife and I, you know, we have the option to get it. We don't even have dental insurance because it pays for nothing. There's well, just no it's, point. It's, it's if you're going to go to a dentist once or twice a yeah. year, unless like some freak accident happens or something for a cleaning. If you go once or twice a year for a cleaning, whatever costs you 200, 
you know, 250, well, 300 bucks. And, and here's the, the other problem. Okay. I, <laughs> I've had more dental stuff than you just because I keep needing crowns, which really sucks because oh, okay. crowns are 1400 bucks a piece. But dental, I had, when I was at the UN, I had the best insurance you could ever want there. And I was paying, I think maybe a hundred extra a month for dental, something like that, which means I was paying 1200 a year for dental and the maximum benefits my plan would pay were 2000. And it's even worse when you're on your own, but that was good insurance, right? Now, right. the only thing, the only thing that it helps with is if your dentist takes insurance and my dentist, I couldn't find a dentist in DC that I, like my dentist didn't take insurance at all because they don't want to negotiate the rates. If your dentist takes insurance, then they have to agree to the negotiated rates so that even if they, your plan only covers up to $2,000, even if let's pretend you have $20,000 of dental surgery, they would still have to negotiate that rate with the insurance company and only charge you the negotiated rate, which is less than the real rate. So the one advantage of insurance is if you're a uh, doctor or dentist takes your plan, then they have to charge you less, even if it's not covered by insurance. The problem is that they don't fucking take insurance, so they can charge well, you whatever they want. It's horrible. right, but I've I've got even though I'll say I've got a dentist, and it's the same one my wife goes to, and they take insurance, and and we had it for one year. Oh, it's still bad and, insurance, and, and you know you're still getting the charge an extra whatever it is, hundred, two hundred dollars a month, or what you know I, I can't even remember how much. So it comes out to you know for each of you to like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred a year, and again. Uh, you're right. If you're getting crowns all the time, but my teeth are, I guess I'm lucky. I, you know, yeah. brush and do all that stuff, but I've, I've got very few cavities in my life. Maybe one yeah. I can think of. And so, you know, uh, I, I go and, 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 you know, each time cost me about 250 bucks. So should I pay 500 or should I pay the 1500 for the insurance that covers maybe like, uh, I don't, I actually don't think it covers anything on the cleaning. Yeah. So it's just, it's a complete waste it's of, ridiculous. I mean, it's just stupid. So anyway, so right. the I mean, so uh, so they suck. Okay, is what we're, we're getting into the issue you. anyway. But we'll, we'll we can well we can finish talking about it and then we'll jump into Kagan. I mean, guess we'll, we'll we'll keep talking dental a little bit for a minute. But um, yeah. So the insurance plans suck. I can tell you for a fact. Like I said, unfortunately, because I've had three crowns now. You know, I grind my teeth. I've got the protection thing, but it's but nonetheless. Um, I've had needed three. Oh, that mouth use too, John didn't didn't do you any favors. Oh, the mouth use. Well, actually, I should let me rephrase this. I said meth. I have I have two crowns that I had to get, and there's a third the dentist wants me to get, but I was like, no fucking way right now. I just I can't do this anymore. One of my crowns has needed to be replaced twice. Each freaking time, it's fourteen hundred dollars each time. I mean, so imagine Cliff as a senior. The problem, mom. My mom is. You know, religious about cleaning her teeth and everything. She even goes, I think, four times a year for cleanings because she had problems when she was younger. Even mom, who's just, you know, treats her teeth like God, um, is now, because she's 91, was having a little bit of pain and blood with one tooth. They finally had to extract the tooth because, you know, she's 91. Stuff happens, right? But again, who's, is, you know, she's lucky that she's got great private insurance from my dad's private company that she still has because he was an executive, but Medicare wouldn't pay for it. You, the stuff that you would have to have done at that age is crazy. Yep. You know, any case let's get on to, uh, well, have I ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is? 
she loves steak and burgers, right? We grew up on them. I've never seen her so happy when I sent her Omaha steaks and burgers for Christmas one year. Holidays around the corner. Finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter Stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon wrap filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, omahasteaks.com. Let's get on to Kagan. Kagan. So uh, not the Supreme Court justice, but the so he's a conservative. Different Kagan. Different Kagan. He's a conservative um, uh, neocon. But he, yep, he's one of those neocons like Bill Crystal and, and our, our, that's right, our pal, even if he offends people, David, David from more John's pal than mine, but apparently online. Uh, he's online, people pal. think he's yours, uh, which is fine. You yeah, he's my best friend. And people like that who have who who broke away, uh, it, although in David's defense, he broke away during Bush and rejected the second second. I mean, the second uh, term of Bush, he was already saying stuff. But all of these guys, for the most part, who were neocons, with some exceptions, broke away during. Uh, yeah, well, I, th- during, I think David was more like 2010. It was the Obamacare stuff. Some it, of the language. Uh, or may, it may have been. Yeah, yeah. It may have been that. I'm he just. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> no, no. I know. Initially, yeah. he did. He, wrote, yeah. he actually, I think, he wrote the. Uh, the speech that was the uh, axis of evil. That a lot of people, yeah, think so. Yeah, but 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 I'm talking. I I couldn't remember wrong, but I think my second term, as if I remember correctly, you should ask him because he's. We'll have buddy. to have him back and ask. Um, but but he was criticizing the Bush administration enough that the American Enterprises to actually fired him or told him they were taking his endowed chair or whatever it was away. I'm pretty sure I remember that. So in any case, he was. But but I guess oh, the the key to people here is Crystal. Like you know, I mean, Kagan is much like Crystal. And some of, you know, and uh, some of those other folks in that Trump, you know, they, these guys, they are wrong about a lot of stuff, but they always, you know, isolationism, you know, based on fascism was not their thing. And they saw it in Trump um, and, and broke immediately. So we'll, left, I'll let Kagan, you take it from there. Yeah. Kagan left the party in 2016 as a result of Trump's nomination, which is great. But anyway, he wrote a long piece in the Washington Post, must be the Sunday Post. It's funny. It's online now. So who knows when it is, you know, but I think it's the Sunday Post. It's clearly a magazine article commentary. It's long, but in today's terms, that means, you know, it'll take you 15, 20 minutes. But it's, <laughs> in today's terms, it means it means it's, you know, it's on a post-it note. It's like a text. It's actually it's you funny because you realize, like you say that, and you go, "It'll take you 15 minutes." Ooh, scary. I know. Um, but it's it is. You I know, I'll say. I mean, I don't want to get off the topic, but yep. just so you know, what kids are up to today. Um, like you know, in the past, people would laugh. Like you know, you, you were excited. You could watch The Simpsons or something like that without the commercials if you got it on like your your iPad or whatever, and cut that part out. You know, they now do something where they literally just show the highlights of the show because do kids don't even have like the 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 attention span. I get mad at my kid. I'm like, watch the damn show. Um, so like, it doesn't show the whole. In yeah. other words, you can you can watch The Simpsons. You can watch literally just uh, here are the highlights of the show. So instead of watching 22 minutes or whatever it is without the commercials, you can watch it in like 10. And it cuts out the stuff. But it we're online or where? Yeah, they get you. You can find places to do that. Many. 
that's insane. Yes. Yeah, that's insane. We have no attention span for anything. I've actually gotten angry. And, 22 minutes is too long. That's what I mean. I, I've talked to my, my younger son about that. I'm just like, dude, come on. <clears throat> and he's gotten better about, you know. You're losing the there. whole plot line. Well, okay, so let's get back to, to the let's long, to, okay, long 15-minute okay, piece, yes, the really okay, long 15-minute piece. Long 15, right. the piece, I had to look, pull it up so I got the title, Our Constitutional Crisis is Already Here. Uh, I'm not going to walk you through the piece. You've got to read it yourself because it's too long uh, to explain. But basically, he's, you know, he and Brian Stelter at CNN, uh, the media critic, also yep. did a, a nice five-minute segment on this. The, the Gathering Storm is what I would recommend yep. people watch that too. And both of them are basically talking about 2024 is going to be a probably hugely violent election and hugely fascist and democracy is going to end. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of the punchline. John's not, John's not going to make you read the 15-minute version. He's given you the, the footnote. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't get that from it, John. Screaming goat. Oh, um, I, didn't get, I didn't get that from it. The violent part I got that they expect there will be there will be spasms. He's not of saying it's all going to end. He's saying, I, I, um, but he's right. warning that we're heading to that. But what I got from that is, and I got that also from from Stelter. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you watched Brian's show at all beyond, he, there's a reason he gave that five minute summary because he had Timothy Snyder, who's that that uh, professor at Yale, uh, who's been warning, yeah, who writes about that. failing sure. democracies, and has been warning of this for a while. And again, they're saying stuff. They've got they've got uh, credentials and you know especially Schneider is a professor professor has the kind of credentials John and I do not have in that area and that's what makes it important. But I will say he's not saying anything that we haven't been saying for a while, which is if you just look at what they've tried already. I mean, it's a really simple exercise. If you look at what Trump and other Republicans have tried already, tried in 2020, and what McConnell has done with respect to to not giving Merrick Garland. Uh, you know, any kind of a hearing and what he's doing right now, refusing to even vote on extending the debt ceiling so that we default on our previous debt and go into a tailspin. If you look at all that combined, all the all the anti-democratic behavior that they've already engaged in and what has stopped them in the past and that they're systematically removing those barriers in the future, it would be impossible not to, to conclude that something is going to happen. I mean, and it's, I hate saying that as much as anybody else. I want to just crawl underneath my, you know, put my pillow over my head and pretend it's not happening. But that doesn't make it go away. Right. Like, it's impossible to think, you know, I mean, and, and Kagan also goes into, and there have been a couple other great threads on this. Stelter was one of them. Uh, Josh Marshall did, did one also yep. that was a really good thread. Um, and I just would recommend another one by a guy named Mark Jacobs, who, yes. not the fashion designer. Who was the former editor? Mark, you may know him, John, because you're a Chicagoan. Chicago, I saw a thread. Yeah. So he was—he's the former editor of the front page of the Chicago Tribune, and he literally took took the blame and said, "It is our faults that we're in this this position." People like me, who maybe out of—he even said this, maybe either out of laziness or some fealty to wanting there to be, you know, to to there be a balance to both parties. You know, he's like, I would always balance every piece. He's like, I went so far as to count the quotes by Democrats and Republicans, you know, and made sure that they were equal. And he, he what he said was, that it's one thing 30 years ago when there were Democratic scandals, right? People remember McCain from the Keating scandal, but there were more Democrats caught up in that. Ab scam, a lot of Democrats caught up in that and some of that. He's like, but if you look at the last 15 years, all of the, the, the corrupt, large-scale corruption scandals are Republican. All of the anti-democratic behavior is Republican. And he's like, if you're, if you're trying to balance both parties as opposed to balancing the interests of people who believe in democracy, 
versus those who don't. And I'm uh, not balanced, but show, you know, fight for that. He's like, you're doing it wrong and you're enabling fascism. And he's like, I enabled fascism. And it, 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 they, we, if we don't change our behavior now, people who do what I used to do. So in any case, there, a lot of people have been talking about this. John and I have been obsessed with this for a while now. Yeah, but maybe we should get back to Kagan, or I don't know if you want to. Yeah, I mean, the problem is it's such a big article. I don't even know where to. I, I think I'm trying to think. I pulled out one segment of it from my TikTok. Actually, one of the segments I pulled out just to do a quick TikTok on was that he's talking at one point about sort of the Republican two part strategy and how at one point, basically, they're going after Biden, which of course they would do anyway. But you also will notice, like I noticed this dealing with a lot of trolls online because of TikTok and other places, that they're always saying, and of course, it's always like, you know, with a smiley, like a laughing emoji, which I love, because that's when you know they're trolls, because it's like a little yep. teenager. <laughs> You're like, that's not an actual argument, kid. But they talk about, uh, um, why do you mention Trump? Trump is gone. I can't believe you You have Trump derangement. Family. You're so obsessed with him. You're so obsessed <laughs> with him. And I'm going... And, you, and what, what, what Kagan sort of gets into, among other things, is, you know, all the while, they're working to change the way uh, electoral votes are counted and certified in every Republican state they can. Uh, in Arizona, for example, they've got a law they're proposing that would allow the state legislature to overrule the Secretary of State's certification of the presidential election. Yep. With a simple majority vote. In other words, why do you think they'd be doing that with the Secretary of State there? Can you guess what party the Secretary of State's from? Uh, Democrat currently, yeah. Well, of course. Let me tell, but let me tell folks how it works really quick. So what happens is, in each state, either the governor or the Secretary of State usually has to certify the presidential election results and send them to Washington, and then everyone gets together on January sixth date sounds familiar, to go through state by state with the vice president overseeing the joint session of Congress. And they say, Arizona, tell us your electoral. And Arizona says, seven electoral votes for Joe Biden. And then, you know, Nevada, two for one, one for another, whatever. And they go through the different states. Well, the reason those people are able to report those electoral votes to Washington is because somebody in the state certified them. So what they want is for a partisan legislature, in other words, the Republican-run state legislature, to be able to, in Arizona, for example, vote by you know, a margin of one, by a simple majority, and say, no, you know, we know the Secretary of State said Joe Biden won, but we really think Donald Trump won, so we're sending seven, I'm making up seven, seven Trump electors to Washington, not Biden. And then what the right. fuck do you do? Because, by the way, they're allowed to do that. States can make state, states are allowed to regulate their own elections. I don't think there's anything you could do. I'm not sure what you could do legally with that. And that's well, the, here's the reason why the I would say you, you'll understand my my hmm. anger. At, oh, wait, you know, at, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, let me tell I, I, I will finish this fast because I didn't tell what the punchline is. So the punchline Kagan's giving is that while Republicans are constantly saying, why do you keep talking about Trump? Biden's president now behind the scenes, they're doing everything they can to make sure that Trump can steal the election next time. And by the way, Trump is still running their party. Trump is going to be their candidate, clearly, right? So Trump is running the entire thing, and they're doing everything they can to install him in power. But they're telling Democrats, why are you talking about this man? Right. You've been listening to a free excerpt of the Unprecedented Podcast. To hear the rest of the show and hear all of our past shows and support our work as independent media, please go to patreon.com slash unprecedentedpodcast and become a subscriber for as little as $5 a month. 
You can have all of our old episodes, see all of our Zoom interviews, and support the great work that we hope you think we're doing promoting the democratic and liberal agenda. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. See you next episode.